welcome everyone welcome to thinking man talks um on this new fresh episode um of the podcast uh as always i'm really really honored that i get to do this uh and really engage and particularly today because um, there have been quite a number of um responses and you know people really getting blessed by the first episode of this particular um, light series uh called imole and the part one was already out that's the last episode and we're getting right into the part two um just in case you're listening to this uh, podcast about the time when it's being released uh, it's about a couple of days to christmas <laughs> so merry christmas to you and a happy new year coming soon um of course um there would be a focused podcast episode on um things surrounding um that to come soon but um as, as being instructed we're still on this and i uh, will still finish it but also as always uh just before we commence we'd just like to say a quick prayer uh before we start the episode heavenly father we thank you we approach your gates with thanksgiving your courts with praise we bless your name because of who you are even beyond anything else that you have done we thank you for who you are we bow before your throne of grace in honor and in reverence knowing you not as man but as god god of all flesh the god that all creation recognizes we bless your name we say hallowed be your name we join the angels and scream hallelujah to you receive honor thanks and worship from the depths of our hearts if we're pretending you know so there's no point and so we bless you from the genuine bottom of our hearts and father we ask that let today bring answers to questions that a lot of us have let there be insight and revelation into your word today open our eyes that we may see what you have in store for us cause us to hear even beyond that which is said cause our eyes to be open give light in the name of jesus father we ask that as many of us are going through one thing or the other we realize that every problem indeed is a wisdom problem teach us what to do your word says i'm the lord your god who teaches you to profit and leads you in the way that you should go show us the way and we would follow in jesus name amen so we'll get um straight right into the episode uh of course we've done ep- um the part one of this particular series and if you recall i um, in part one we talked from john chapter one and we talked about how jesus in fact is the light being described um here and at the beginning of time and so we talked about the characteriz- characterization of jesus being um light and so for this um next um part of it we will be going back to john chapter one and we'll be taking this from john chapter one as well and so in john chapter one for this we'll be starting um from verse five would highlight something in verse 5 and then we go much further down um, and uh, discuss um, a few other things also from this chapter (laughs) so in John chapter 1 in verse 5 it says and the light shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend it (laughs) I believe this is a very very special verse particularly to me and it's for reasons because of um an encounter that i had 
maybe about two years ago now. Yeah, it's been quite a while. And so one day I, I, I went to see a friend of mine. Um, I went to hang out with him for a bit. And I was with him till um, it was after midnight. And then I went back home. And of course, everything was dark. And I remember when I got back into my room, I turned on the light and I just sensed in my spirit, the Holy Spirit nudging me to switch it back off. I did switch it back on. I did switch it back off. I did back on. I did. (laughs) And then I heard a question in my spirit, man. And it was like, what did you just do? And I realized that I had just toggled the light switch. And he said, is there a darkness switch? And I said, no. And he said, what does that mean? It means that the context of the existence of darkness is simply to the degree of availability of light. In other words, darkness only exists when light is absent. And another illustration was placed in my spirit by the Holy Ghost about even the earth, we receiving light from the sun. So even what we know to be nighttime in the sense of when it's dark is only a context that is possible because we ourselves have turned away from the sun not because the darkness of the night has overpowered it no we only have night when we turn away from the sun so just as it's dark right now in 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 nigeria it's daytime somewhere else because they are the ones who are facing the sun right at this minute it's not because darkness has overpowered it so even what we have at night what we even have the moon the moon is just a reflection of the light of the sun so this simply means that light and darkness are opposite but they are by no means equal light will always be stronger than darkness it's not equal not by any stretch of the imagination light will always be dominant to darkness and so the moment light is introduced in a situation is when darkness dispels And this um, particular scripture is important for what we want to discuss today because it breathes so much light. (laughs) No pun intended, anyway. (laughs) It breathes so much light on our today's discussion. And so our today's discussion basically on this part is from Matthew chapter 5. And in the book of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14, Jesus was speaking and he said, You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Now, I find it really instructive that he said we are the light of the world. And then two verses down in verse 16, the Bible says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And to me, that's just really interesting because why would verse 14 say you are the light of the world and then 16 says, let your light shine. Why didn't it say let the light shine since it says we are the light? Why does it change the auxiliary there from being the light to letting your light shine? Now, if we go back to the context of John chapter 1 where the Bible tells us that Jesus is the light essentially and we discussed that in the previous episode. It simply means that when the Bible here in Matthew 5.14 is telling us Jesus himself speaking and he's saying that you are the light of the world, what he's trying to say is that you are me to the world. Of course, we now live in a time when Jesus is not physically on earth as he was in those days. 
And so what he's trying to say is that you are my extension. You are an extension of me to the world. So the light which I am being Jesus, the fact that you have received me and I now live in you, you are now the carrier of me. You are now the carrier of the light. So wherever I can't go because I'm not physically on earth anymore, I'm in you for you to go there and represent me. So when the Bible says he that speaks should speak as an oracle of God, that's also what he's saying. The same way Jesus spoke is the same way you should speak. That's why the Bible can tell us that you will do the deeds he did and even greater deeds shall you do also. The same way Jesus was light because he lives in us now. He expects us to then be the representation of that light to the world. So then why does it say let your light shine? Since we ourselves are not the light, he is the light. But because he lives in us, he says we are the light, right? But why does it now say let your light shine? Why does it say let the light shine since Jesus is the light? Why does it then personalize it to each of us? The Bible makes us understand. It says, a man's gift maketh way for him. And he says it in such an individual manner so you know that for each man it's different. The Bible here tells us, he says, Jesus says, you um, let your light shine. And what I, by the grace of God, understand by that is that he's trying to tell us that the expression of the light, which is Jesus, through each of us is different. So God has mandated and placed in the hands of each of us to express the light, which is Jesus Christ, differently. For some people, it's in the world of art and entertainment. For some people, it's in government and politics. For some people, it's in business and finance. For some people, it's in the world of relationships and family life. For some people, it's in the world of, in, in the world of healthcare. In so many ways, God has ordained that each of us represent Jesus in the different spheres of the world. Now, why is this so important in my view of the basis of the efficacy of scripture? For me, why is this so important for me as an individual to understand this? Because God has called each and every one of us with a purpose. He said to Jeremiah, he said, before I formed you, I knew you and I ordained you as a prophet i ordained you as a prophet meaning that not everybody grows as a prophet if everybody by default was ordained as a prophet then i wouldn't need to tell you that specially so the same way he has put that on him the bible tells us it says to some he gave prophets to some apostles to some teachers to some pastors to some evangelists telling us that there are different offices and so there are different ordinations by God from heaven for us to do different things here on earth and to shine the light of Christ in different spheres and in different aspects of livelihood. Now, if we go to Isaiah chapter 60, the Bible says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has been risen upon you. And it tells us that darkness may cover the earth, even gross darkness, the people. This, this to me, is a, it's a huge a huge um, thing, a huge concept to understand. The fact that God himself agrees <laughs> and by inference allows that there be darkness. And I keep wondering why. 
And it's because darkness is what reveals the value of light. We talked about Genesis chapter 1 in the last episode. And we realized that it was in the place of darkness when the Holy Spirit moved. God said, let there be light. Had there not been that darkness, the light, which is Jesus, will not be valuable. And so God has created each of us to shine in the different spheres of mankind and of man's endeavor so that we can bring the value of Jesus Christ into this world of darkness. But what then becomes really important to me is one huge mystery (laughs) that happened in the life of Jesus. So one day they asked Jesus, if you're the son of God, show us a sign. And Jesus said, this generation is an evil generation. And I find that really funny because it simply means that we're not the first to think our generation was evil. Jesus said the same. Elijah said the same, you know. And Jesus said, but no sign will be given other than the sign that was given to Jonah. And then he said something that really struck me. He said, for just as Jonah was in his generation, so also is the son of man to his. He was trying to say that the same way Jonah was in his own time, is the same way he, Jesus, is in his own time. Which means it's the same way we are in our own time. So why would God have sent Elijah, sent Isaiah to us in 2022? He didn't need to because he was sending you and he was sending me. We are the light that God had prepared for this time, for this moment, for the evil evil that is going on in the world today. He expects us to be the light to cover and to overpower that darkness. Remember, the light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot overpower it. And so it's really, really important that we understand that nothing exists in a vacuum. And this for me is one of the things that I find most instructive about this episode. Nothing exists in a vacuum. So Jesus gave a parable. He said, if a man... If demons are cast out of a man, he's talking about a successful deliverance session. Like, not any kona-kona. It was successful. The demons have come out. He says, and if the demon comes back and finds that that man is empty and swept clean, he says he would not come back to him. <laughs> he will call more, seven more, and they will come and inhabit that man and be worse than he was before. Meaning that it is not God's plan, which is why even physically we don't have a vacuum except for scientific experiments which are doctored, right? Nothing exists as a vacuum. What we know to be matter in science, it says anything that has with an occupied space. So even if it's what we look at as visually empty, it's been occupied by gas, right? So nothing exists as a vacuum. So even the devil, who is the prince of darkness, who represents the darkness of this age, if he sees a thing that is open, empty, and swept clean, he will see it as an opportunity to move in. Which is the reason why the same way we know the speed of light, the same way once you switch on your light bulb, it illuminates the room immediately. But that's the same way. The moment you switch it off, darkness occupies the place immediately because there can't be a vacuum in between. So when we look at different aspects of life and we complain, you hear people say politics is a dirty game, for example. Could that be because the people who are the carriers of light 
who God has ordained to be the light in that place have washed their hands off it and have allowed for darkness to consume. Because it can't be a vacuum. Different areas of the world, there's so much darkness in entertainment today. Could it be that the people that God has ordained are prepared to be the light even in the gross darkness that has covered the people? Those ones have washed their hands of it and have decided to stay away. God has ordained each of us for one thing or the other. And the truth of the matter is that our fulfillment is tied with that thing that God has ordained as purpose. We must realize that there's something bigger than just us. There's something bigger than just our immediate requirements. There's a bigger picture for which God has called us. And that is to the extent in which we would answer when we get to heaven. And so God has equipped us to be the light in these all of these situations. And he intends for us to live according to that. So it's our, our responsibility to ask the Lord that where have you sent me? Where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to occupy? <laughs> and that was the exact word that Jesus used. He said, occupy until I come. So where do you want me to occupy? Where do you want me to take space and be the light in that space? To dispel any possible darkness that we want to overcome. And this is the episode for today. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed it. But most especially, I hope you've learned something from it. And I hope it's actionable enough to start to think and pray about. And I pray the Holy Spirit gives us understanding. Thank you very much for joining. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to tell someone about it. Don't forget to listen over and over again if you need to. <laughs> and God will help us in our daily walk. Thank you very much. God bless you. And don't forget to pray. Peace.